Yasuo is good in TFT. Yasuo yeah, is pretty good there. in TFT. Um, but yeah. Yasuo, I think he's coming in in the next patch. But I, I, I heard, I heard that he's gonna be unplayable. Yeah, probably. Oh wait, he's no, he's just unplayable now. Oh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Rune Terrible Radio. I am your host, Blevins, with me, as always, the Saucy Mailman. What's up, buddy? Oh, that's me. <laughs> What's up? I'm getting gradually lazier and less creative with the openings, but, you know, it's, we interact with great. chat, and we just let it happen. And uh, if, if But it's, it's fine. It's true. We can get lazy. You know why? Why is Blevins? that? Because we're old now. We're on we episode are. 30. Episode 30, the podcast. So for the rest of the show, we're geriatric. <laughs> yep. If podcast, I mean, podcast episodes are kind of like years, right? So that, that's oh, yeah. kind of, that's kind of, yeah. So now the pod, me and the podcast are the same age, AKA a million. Yeah. We're ancient both and ancient unplayable. esports. True. <laughs> I mean, I, <laughs> exactly. I have. Uh, I have done other podcasts that have gone fewer episodes than this, so yeah, it's we're not I we're mean, not babies I, anymore. I wonder what the I wonder the like actual like average of like when podcasts give up because I'm sure right. it's like in the single digits. I know YouTube videos, yeah, like the average is like five videos before most content creators yeah. quit. So I wonder what it is in podcast episodes. It's probably three. They realize um, it's a lot. Yeah, of work if I up. if I had to guess, it's like it's. Yeah, three sounds about right because it's like every because this is this is the progression. It's high hopes. You have a great idea. You hit up yeah. your buddy on Discord or whatever, whatever other platform, and you're like, "So hey, I want to do this messenger. podcast. So I want to do this podcast." Uh, I hear I, I hear Levins and Saucy. They do their podcast. They sound like they have the best time ever, and they're yeah. both they're they both have to be quadrillionaires from all this podcast money, right? Yeah. So let's just I, I jump on it. Joe Rogan is a, a million, a multimillionaire, probably. So yeah. why can't I be? Yeah, I want to start this broccoli podcast. Mm. I, there's not a lot of market. It seems fresh and new, right? Um, and that's the title of the podcast. Also, is fresh and new. Uh, oh, broccoli I thought you. I thought the, I thought the podcast was going to be called. I want to start this broccoli podcast. It's fresh and new. There's yeah. Not- <laughs> That's the whole thing. I want to start. And anyone listening, feel free to take that concept because I, yeah. Saucy Mailman, am not going to make this broccoli podcast. Yeah. I, I already st- <laughs> I already uh, canned my broccoli podcast. It was a canned yeah, broccoli podcast, my- actually. <laughs> yeah. Which is very common. I don't uh, know. Other than broccoli, you want to talk about <laughs> Legends of Runeterra? <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd feel, you know, I'd feel bad for any new listeners here. I'm, I apologize if you're not quite ready for this level of banter at this early venture of the show but i swear we're going to be talking about legends of runeterra sometime soon you can tell we're not there's no patch this week so we've got we've got some wiggle room we can we can talk about stuff we can talk about whatever Levens and i we like you would think it's 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 the saddest thing right because blevins and i are friends obviously Mm -hmm. that's why we do this together Mm -hmm. um neither of us ever get to hang out or spend any time together it's true so busy so the only time we get to hang out is when we podcast this is right before the podcast before the show just like (laughs) bullshitting and so the right now we're just you know we're just hanging out just two two buddies uh drinking out of straws yep this is the this is the hangout part of the show um, and we're we're happy to bring you in as well, um, but we do actually have some stuff to talk about with Legends of Runeterra. The first thing is I want to. I mean, I, I I'm gonna I'm just gonna I'm just gonna rip the bandaid off. So okay, I did I did a video a patch a patch review video for Giant Slayer. We talked about the patch notes on the show last week. And we just talked like sort of offhand and we talked to the number of people about the, about the patch and man, I think I was wrong on just about everything in the patch. (laughs) I don't know if I've ever been so wrong about the impact of a patch. patch. Yeah, this is, it's, it's a very, so I'll be completely uh, straightforward. I 
I haven't played a whole lot of ladder because all I did was play Gauntlet, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much nonstop, constantly while it was around. Yeah. And so the Gauntlet, quote unquote, I'm using air quotes. You can't see a meta was a lot different than the uh, ladder meta. Yeah. Um, but I got, I did get a day or two of ladder in, and um, holy bleeped expletive word has the meta completely changed. <laughs> there it is. Uh, yeah. This has been this has been a patch that has even caught the attention of uh some riot folks who yes who have have said some things but uh yeah i uh it's it is it is a it is a thing that's all i can say yeah so you bring up gauntlet and i was even wrong about that so i thought gauntlet i'm like "Mm, play it i'm I'm like not that i I was thinking of that it was going to be more it was going to feel more like arenas or not arena sorry uh tavern brawl in hearthstone where it's like i'm gonna do it the one time to get my pack and then i'm never gonna play it i did five different gauntlets and i got my and i didn't do five trying to get the icon i got the icon on the first one (laughs) like Uh my first run was a seven win run and then i immediately ran it back and ran another one so i i don't know what it i mean i think it's just the you get to have a nice sample size of a deck in one sitting. You you don't have to like it it's even though yes I could play 7 games on ladder and see what the win rate is and track it, which I do. It's like I want to just see can I actually rattle off at least win loss win loss win loss win loss with the deck. Mm-hmm. Right? Can I go with can I play a deck to the point where I won't get two losses in a row? And there's like no pressure. There's no pressure at all. Yeah. And there's something about that. Even though like, even when I'm playing in in Master, after I've already gotten Master, and I don't care about my rank at all. My rank being a million in Master or number, well, maybe number one would matter because I would definitely be bragging all the time about it. But like my yeah. actual rank in Master has no impact whatsoever on me. There's yeah, still like some amount of pressure there. And I don't know, like I care about those games a little bit for some reason, even though I don't care if I end at rank 4,000 or rank, you know, 800, which I did. I did a yeah. uh, top 1,000, by the way. Uh, <laughs> I, I, there's <laughs> weird flex, but okay. Uh, I, for some reason, playing on ranked, there's that added bit of pressure. And like the first gauntlet run, maybe at like my seventh game, I had a little bit of pressure, but really not, not really. And I don't know. I, I just, I was not expecting the gauntlet to be as fulfilling as it ended up being for me. Yeah. I, I, I was also in the same boat. So, you know, gauntlet came out and a bunch of people were like, are you going to play it? I'm like, yeah, I'll probably play it once or twice. It seems just mm-hmm. like a, a thing you can do. I loved it. I had so much fun like it was such a relaxing uh experience mm-hmm. especially as like streaming i was just able to like kick back chill with chat play mm-hmm. dumb stuff um <laughs> uh, it was it, it was funny because like someone's like you gotta at least try hard and like get you know get a you know your seven win or whatever so i i forgot what i i, I quote unquote try hard oh it was uh-huh. like keg nivia i uh-huh. actually cared and i was like this is dumb so i just played a bunch of bad fizz decks seven <laughs> wins every time like my, my first seven wins was just with mono fizz and then i played like uh tf fizz mm-hmm. and i did like jinx fizz nice. i played a lot of fizz decks nice but it was just like it was a cool experience and uh i'm interested to see how they go with the the rule changes and whatnot coming up yeah i think that's going to be even that's going to be even cooler because the other thing is that it is it is a bit of it, it's not a lot of it's I think it's less pressure and pressure to perform than ranked, but it's mm-hmm. not nothing, which normal games can feel like a lot of time. If you're just playing yeah. normal, people will just like if you have an early start whatsoever, like if you're doing if you're trying a new deck like a fizz deck or something and you're getting like something is happening like you're building the combo or of some sort people will just concede if they start losing right it was the same yeah, thing and it was the same thing in magic where it's like there's literally zero consequence even yeah. in like there's not really consequence or benefit in uh in gauntlet but there's there's something there even if it's minimal so it's like it's almost like a hedge between like you yeah. 
aren't playing super hyper competitive, like cutthroat, like I absolutely want to get the win every time in ranked, but you're also not playing the, well, if I don't get my combo off on turn three, I'm just going to concede and try to run it again. At least not as much. Like I don't, I didn't, I don't think I came across anyone that was just like, well, guess I lose and just concede in in gauntlet. Turn, turn one, you, you see your opponents playing, uh, Noxus, PNZ, no champions, mm-hmm. and you just concede in normal like I do every single time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so, exactly. Uh, I will say my my favorite experience in Gauntlet. I took the Infinite Puff Caps deck. I saw uh, that game live. It was got awesome. Got six wins. I lost my seven. Oh. I was very sad. But best i had like the best opponents they let me do the combo like yeah. every single time and it was funny like we put uh 870 some puff caps mm-hmm. one dude's deck and he just let me do it and i'm like this would never happen on ladder no yeah. one does that it was right. great yeah so there was there's like an unspoken code there which is really cool and i mean mm-hmm. singleton i think is going to be fun at least for a bit it might be like I've never really been, I mean, in EDH or Commander, as you whippersnappers call it now in Magic, the the Highlander or Singleton format makes sense and is kind of fun because it's built around a Commander. The fact that there's yeah. one of each card isn't the cool part about Commander. It's just something that flows into the theme of of the da- of the uh, of the format. So I'm not like super, super excited about Singleton. Although I, I guess I kind of am because I think we're obviously going to be seeing a lot more like tier two, tier three cards in the decks. Even if you yeah. want to make like, you know, Ezreal Karma or whatever, like, or, or I you mean. You have to put some crap in there. You need to put some crap There's in there and filler. you only get one Ezreal and one Karma, right? Yeah. So maybe the, actually now that I'm thinking about it more Singleton's probably pretty effing sweet. I'm, I'm, I lied. Yeah. It's going to be sweet. We're going to see a lot of six champion decks for sure. Oh, yeah. It's going to be pretty sweet. And uh, what what you do, so every every person who's small brain is going to be playing mm-hmm. some Pursuit of Perfection garbage variant. Yep. What you do is just play something that beats Pursuit of Perfection yep. garbage variants, and then you just win all of your games. Uh-huh. Day one, it's going to be 90% Pursuit of Perfection. Something. <laughs> yep. It, and uh, I'm going to try to build some sort of janky aggro deck. It's going to be great. Yeah, in which you should, you should be able to. Like, there's a lot of, I mean, there's inefficient cheap cards. Oh, yeah. There's a lot of cheap cards. Oh, there's definitely, there's definitely cards to play. Like, I mean, I know this just from playing, like, starting new accounts, like my EU account, like, before I could build the aggro deck, it's like, well, I'm playing some stinkers in here. <laughs> but they're, yeah. it's like, man, yeah. Captain Farron, sign me up. <laughs> Elusive Poro, let's go. Like, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So Singleton, I think, is a it the more I'm thinking about it, the, the cooler it is in and of itself. But I also think it's a it's a first step towards what it could be. Like I they could they could really push it, I think, and like Yeah. I mean, you think about it, Saucy, like with if we take away the like the programming aspect of it, the game engine the the game engine, not the not the like the technical side of it, the game engine itself could feasibly do something kind of like EDH where like you pick a champion and your champion is your commander or something like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't know how fun it would be right now, but I think like that type of down the road that type of thing is possible within the like parameters of the game yeah. itself. So I think that that could be really there's cool. A lot of, there's, there's some, there's some cool, interesting format ideas. We've been in, in our discord. Uh, what's the discord again? It is discord.me slash rune terrible radio. Oh yeah, that's it. Uh, we were coming up with some, uh, uh, formats of our own for the labs coming out mm. today in chat. Uh, it was, uh, I mean, the format we came up with is not happening, but we... Oh, what, some, wait, what, what is it? Stuff. What is it? So, uh, so longtime friend and listener, uh, Flindo was complaining about stuff, as, as he does. But he, he said that <laughs> all Noxus units should have Overwhelm. It's the thing he said. And I'm oh. like, you know what? All Shadow Isles units should have like a life drain effect to them. Oh. So we came up with a format where uh, every single unit from a certain faction yeah. has an ability. Has an identity, uh, so, yeah. Yeah, so then it it turned into like everything from PNZ has quick attack. Uh, everything from 
was it Shadow Isles was like last breath draw a card stuff like that. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it was. It would be outrageous. But yeah, you give, and like in in it at first it seemed really like trash. Uh -huh. But then we're thinking if everything's overpowered, nothing's overpowered, right? Right. Probably that that's actually pretty sweet. So, yeah. Ooh, you know it would be a could be a cool format. Momir. Did you ever play Momir okay. in in Magic? Yeah. Okay, so Momir is it's based off it doesn't matter where it came from. Basically what what you do is your deck is nothing but land, so it's kind of like Legend of Runeterra. So every turn you get mana. Um so in in Runeterra you probably just wouldn't have any cards in hand. You would just gain your mana and that would be it. But every turn you can once per turn spend mana. And if you spend, let's say you have three mana, you spend three mana, you use this ability that everyone had, this like global ability, and it will make a random uh, random creature that costs the amount that you spent. So if you spend three mana, it will make a token that is a copy of, or a, a token copy three of cost. a random three cost, anyone in the game. So yeah. it's like every turn. It, I mean, they could they could automate it so like on turn three you just automatically get a three drop, or you just press the button and it gives you the maximum. So like you could do something, or maybe they make you can make decks or whatever. Like, the, but like yeah, that'd be those are though. it's fun. Those are fun to do because it's like yeah. At first, at, when you first start playing, it's like oh, this is just so random, and you get lucky. And there's definitely some of that. Like oh, yeah. it's like yeah, sometimes your opponent just gets super lucky, or you get super lucky. But it's also like pretty skill testing like once yeah. you figure out like what's good and like you need to actually it's like doing seven is just way better than eight or doing five is really good because you get yeah. garen you and all like these the champions yeah cost. yeah so i just thought of i i just thought of a i just thought of a format Ooh, I have let's a hear one. it let's hear it so this is this is my lab idea that uh i think i'm gonna send like 48 0.5% of our listener base into a coma by saying that. <laughs> so the the name of it, uh -huh. I, I thought of the name first. Okay. It's Carmageddon. And oh, I already hate it. Double casts. Ooh, never mind. I love it. It's awesome. Carmageddon. Every you son of a bitch. I'm in. For everyone. <laughs> that would be awesome. Ooh, yeah, Carmageddon. Riot, make Carmageddon a thing, please. Yeah. Also, if for legal reasons you can't make something that we came up with, uh, we'll delete the episode so just so that it can exist. Yeah. So this episode is a, we don't want to screw around the rest of the show. <laughs> the this rest you, you mean? Because Carmageddon you, is happening, guaranteed. Yeah, that's a that's a no brainer. That's a mm -hmm. that's a, a that is that is the most obvious thing I've ever heard. Speaking of brains, though. This I'm leads. So ready for this transition. This, this this brings us into something. So, uh, one of the decks that is running rampant right now on ladder, uh, in tournament, uh, everywhere, and has been for a while now is Vimer. So, yeah. Vi Heimerdinger PNZ Ionia deck. And before we talk about the actual deck itself and why it's annoying to play against. I want to I want to say this, and I got to give credit where, where credit is due. Casanova came up with this name, and it is the best name for a deck I've heard so far. And he tweeted it out, and it is criminally under retweeted. So go to go to at Casanova Hots and make sure you retweet. Go down, look for for this tweet, and and retweet it. It is instead of calling Vyheimer Vimer, call it Pinky and the Brain. Think about it for a second. Think about it. Okay. Vi, okay. pink hair. Heimerdinger, yeah. the brain. Pinky and the brain. brain. It's 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 real good. It's chef's kiss. It's great. It's ooh, I do like that. I do like that. Yeah. So go to Cas go to Casanova's Twitter and and retweet that. Um, while you're there, all, like deck names that they have to like say more than half a syllable. That's fine. I don't care. I, I, I we so. On Friday, uh, Casanova and I casted the Giant Slayer Fight Night Legends, the first one, um, which was really fun, and was a really great tournament. You can check out the vods and whatnot. But I won't talk. I won't talk about that tournament. What I want to say is a conversation that came up while we were casting is that the community has not been super great with coming up with names. It's like no, they've oh, been hot they, trash. Yeah, 
it's called Kinku Elusives because there's elusives in the deck and you're playing Kinku Lifeblade. Okay. Or you're playing Kinku... Uh, Wayfinder. Wayfinder, yeah. Oh, okay. Original. Let's call let's call uh, the Viheimer deck. Vimer. Get it? Because Viheimer. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah. Yep. Let's, let's call let, let's call uh shadow isles uh shadow isles bilgewater uh not uh nautilus let's call that let, let, let's call that sea monsters because get it there because there's yeah, sea yeah. monsters in the deck huh? it's, it's, huh? it's garbage i took a stand and the, my tipping point was when this new deck i knew we were, we were going to talk about vimer but I'm, I'm transitioning again this new deck that kind of came out of nowhere with the new meta this brahm anivia deck Shadow yeah. Isles, Freljord deck, controlly, control the board, uh, win with Anivias. A lot of times there's rekindlers involved. You've seen it if you played it all in the past two days. Uh, people were calling it Brunivia. And I was like, that's the worst thing I've heard. That I, can go to hell. I, Casanova told me, he's like, oh, it's the Brunivia deck. And I had to no. stop. That I had is to not st- acceptable. I stopped in the middle of the cast and was like, that is, un- I said it. I said, that is unacceptable. You can check the VOD. And then we were, Perfect. we were riffing and, uh, someone in chat said something and Casanova goes, Oh, it's called, we can call it bald. We can call it bald bird. Cause Brahm is bald and Anivia's a bird. I'm like, oh, that's closer. It can, let's, you know, we'll, 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 we'll workshop in it. And then maybe five minutes later, like in the middle of a cast, when he was in the middle of a sentence, I go, bald eagle. We're calling it bald eagle. He's bald. Anivia, okay. not technically an eagle, but that doesn't matter. It doesn't need to be a perfect. Could be. It makes yeah. sense. It's it, it, it's a riff off of something. So bald eagle. Bromnivia. It wasn't even Bromnivia. It was Bronivia. Oh, yeah, That's the That is Ugh. the word. It's terrible. I threw up in my mouth. I couldn't. That is. No. It's a terrible name, but now you've got Bald Eagle. From that, we've got Bald Eagle. Um, but speaking of Bald Eagle, um, have you played? Have you played with or against that deck at all, Saucy? Have you come across uh, it? I actually have not. Okay. Uh, I I've I've heard a lot about it. Um, my latter experience has been about ninety-two percent Vime Vime mm. Uh, that's pretty Pinky much all, literally all I come against at all in any way whatsoever. Oh, wait, no, just kidding. There's 80% that and 20% elusive X, whatever. The yeah. Hell. Elusive other thing. Yeah. It, yeah. um, so the, right now the rock, paper, scissors of the format, at least as far as I'm seeing is rock is elusives and or um elusives and i'm i'll lump in i'll lump in noxus aggro now which is another thing that i got wrong um i did not think that the one health to darius though i don't i don't know if the one health to darius is really impacting it i think the one health to basilisk rider however was like suddenly insane suddenly insane which is crazy because i literally purposefully omitted it from my patch review because i'm like <laughs> I, I actually I here too right uh, we i think we we glossed over it for maybe because yeah, we, we were like, running out of time card, we're like not gonna see play. not gonna see play didn't see play before not not gonna see play either yeah we got that one wrong and this is this is um you know you can cl- this is this will end up on reddit when they go when you know this card is broken now and they always look back to like people who do magic set reviews and hearthstone set and they're like oh trump gave this one star and oh, it's the most broken thing ever stupid ruined terrible radio guys <laughs> i mean for what I, it's I'm worth that sounds pretty accurate most of the time but yeah, but we're well, i've never been wrong and i'm gonna continue this we weren't wrong everyone else is just wrong yeah, we were right. You're all just wrong for playing the deck. I will say, um, digital card game players over the years, and actually just game video game players in general, in the age of constant updates and patches and whatnot, will blindly react to a buff or a nerf with this is either this is good. Or bad now. There's not yeah, like. There's no in between. Well, let's see. Let's do the math. And let's test it out. It's like, oh, this card got buffed. It must be good now. They they're not gonna buff it if they're not gonna make it good, right? So then you start playing it, and it's like a vicious cycle, right? It's like, oh, well, they buffed Basilisk Rider. Let's play it. Oh, it's actually doing good. It must be good, right? It got buffed, and now everyone's playing it. So now it's got a huge sample size, and people are playing. It. It's like, oh, this is actually really good. 
but I mean, is I mean, it definitely is better. If we're talking about Basilisk yeah. Rider. The um going up to four health when it hits Allegiance is a huge breaking point, right? It's the yeah. it's the chump wump. It's the anti chump wump treatment. He's no longer yeah. a chump. Yeah, he's now a wump. He um, got wumped. He got straight he up wumped. So I mean, when you're playing your four cost six power overwhelm, I mean that's strong, right? Um, oh, I'm ju- I'm jumping all over the place, but this still has is related to this deck. I I figured out a name for that deck, by the way. Okay, no, this is important. What is it? Okay, so it's called Five D, and there's two reasons why it's called Five D. It's the Darius and Draven Dunk. Dunkmaster Destruction deck. That's five. That's five Ds. But also, the second reason it's called five Ds is because you know what you need to cast in order to win a game with that deck. Five decimates. That's twenty damage. Okay. Why don't you just call it double D for Darius and Decimate? Because because or Darius and Draven. Because you need five. You need to cast five decimates to kill them. Uh huh. Uh-huh. Get it? Because five. I mean, my t- opponent always has five decimates, so <laughs> I get that. I just started viewing each card in that deck as a fraction of decimate. So, like, Basilisk Rider, Basilisk Rider is uh, is three halves of a decimate, and like, <laughs> okay, everything okay. is a fraction of decimates, and you need to cast. What you need to do is play five decimates. That's that's the. That's the game. So you're taking you're taking a pretty straightforward deck that doesn't really require math or or much thought, and suddenly making it way more difficult. To I'm play adding by fractions adding a spreadsheet. to spreadsheet. Now there's a spreadsheet <laughs> to go along with it. I love this. This yes. is amazing. <laughs> I'm taking a deck where you just play the most expensive card and attack every turn, yeah. and and making, <laughs> making and doing these weird conversions into decimate math. Yeah. Yes. So uh-huh, harrowing that's... is like sometimes like four decimates, but sometimes. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I've never had yeah, more perfect. fun doing fractions than with this stupid deck. Oh my god, we can all agree, and everyone listening can agree too. Fractions are the coolest. Mm-hmm. Um, it's yeah, true. So this is. I'm glad that you've come up with the five D. Anyways, what were we talking about? <laughs> okay, we were talking about Basilisk Rider. Got whumped. He got, got whumped. He got whumped. So now your, uh, you know, your three halves decimate is no longer getting. Is no longer getting Noxian fervored. It's no longer getting get excited. It's much harder for a deck like Vimer to deal with it uh, effectively, uh, or Pinky in the Brain. Rather, I need to cor- I need to keep correcting myself. It's Pinky in the Brain now. No longer will I say Vimer. Um, it, it it just like gives you an actual reliable threat that will yeah. at the very least be trading. And getting one damage in because stupid Brom will block it with, with five health because Brom with in in the Bald Eagle deck yes but also just about everywhere else I think I saw every combination of Brom deck on the first day that, of the patch yeah yeah it's been Brom City that's that's definitely for sure which is I think is fine I think it'll yeah. it'll die off some but Brom is much better. He is super, super good. He he's just he's like one of the he's he serves very well to be a pillar in a lot of ways for or like a bar that you have to you have to be able to cross in order to like be playable in the format right now. If you're playing an aggro deck, yeah, the, yeah go ahead. I think the weird thing about Braum is like now he's very good. He has the Vi treatment where you need yeah. to do nothing. You don't build around him because the more you build around him, the worse your deck gets. Right. Generally. Right. Like you just put him in because he's solid. He mm-hmm. stops, you know, early game aggression. He gives you bodies. He has to be dealt with. Um, he's got regeneration. Yeah. Uh, but then yeah. like the second you start putting other like Poro package crap in mm-hmm. your deck, it just gets worse and worse. Yeah. He he really like you want the poros to be good, but they're just not. That was one thing that we got right. Poros did not. See, I mean, poros saw like an increase in play, but not an increase in yeah. win wins. I I this is related. Um, I I use Twitter a lot, right? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know if mm-hmm. you guys know this. I use Twitter a lot. I tweet constantly. Um, 
I sent out the saddest tweet I've ever tweeted in my entire Twitter career. Um, what is today? Wednesday? Uh, yesterday, yeah. I believe it was. Um, so uh, we had Poro Day. I dedicated an entire stream to only playing Poro decks. People who requested deck, I wouldn't play them if they weren't Poro decks. Mm-hmm. I had no fun that whole stream. Oh. Uh, I had the least fun I think I've had playing Poros. I don't know if it was a combination of all I played against was uh, Pinky in the Brain mm-hmm. and Stupid Elusive Aggro, which both just take a dump on them. Yep. Because uh, I got Will of Ionia constantly with Oof. my big Poro stuff. Oh, tough. Um, the, yeah, the heart of the fluff. Yeah. I just had zero fun playing Poros. And it made me sad because mm-hmm. I've, I've never been like, I've never built a lot of Poro decks. It's yeah. one tribe I haven't explored. I was an Elmic guy. I loved Elmic. Oh, yeah. Poros just didn't fit my fancy mm-hmm. and i'm like this could be the time we got all these poro buffs zero fun all night yeah i think i ended stream early because i was just oh, not having fun. that's no good so yeah it was not good what do you i mean what do you think poros need as like an art like as an archetype because like i think they need a payoff there's okay. just no payoff for playing poros yeah. right now like you need to have things that either interact with them better like if we i, I, th- I don't know if i said this on this show or somewhere else but if we had like a um uh, a trickster or a pr- what is it prankster phantom prankster but mm-hmm. it worked with like poros and had stats like that'd be insane like, okay it was a like a, a two mana two three like an actual body yeah and it it still drained like it hit them every time a poro died or every, oh. when you played a poro like every time Ooh. you summon a poro deal the damage like if there was some playoff or some sort yeah. of synergy with them other than all of them are just generic bodies that you could buff with snacks and have some sort of ability mm-hmm. There just need to be some kind of cool reason to play them. Yeah, we have very vanilla poros right now, and we need different we need different flavors <laughs> to make them yeah, better. Yeah, I want chocolate poros. Well, because mm. the the reason I I say it is because you know at least in recent magic sets, like the whole like tribal theme, they kind of have toned down. I think it's like usually mostly for limited, and like sometimes it breaks through as like a a tier two deck or like sometimes zombies is good, but usually that's just burn with like a zombie package in it. But in the old days of magic or maybe the medium old days, depending on how old you're, we're talking uh, goblins, super strong deck, goblin synergies, yeah. elves. I mean, elves has been a mainstay in competitive, like eternal magic formats for mm-hmm. forever. Right? Like, you know, elves are making mana, they're drawing cards, they're doing these things, they're, you're getting things based off of other elves. And, like, I think the the overarching theme is, like, they're, they're cheap, which Poros are, um, for the yeah. most part, but they have, like, actually strong abilities. Not like, mm-hmm. we're playing a cheap Poro that has an ability, it needs, like, if it was, like, there was a one-mana Poro that was just a 1-1... One, one, but when you had three poros in play, it did X or something like. Yeah, I think that is a, that is a thing. I mean, if we had snap, Snapcaster Poro, maybe where. <laughs> yeah, or if there was like any kind of like Poro Lords, where they're like, "This is a yeah. Poro." Well, while he's out, he gives all of your other Poros overwhelm or something mm-hmm. like that. Um, that there just isn't right now. There's no. Uh, also, like Heart of the Fluff is supposed to be the Poro finisher, right? Right. But it's an unplayable card in every mm-hmm. sense of the, in, like at all. Yeah. Um, if you're playing that card, you're losing every time you play it. <laughs> yep. I think I've won one game. I won one game out of I think ten that I played that card because yeah. it's always everyone can deal with it. I got uh, yeah. what is it? The Transmogrifier card. Oh six come Hextech, on! Whatever the hell. Yeah, he hit my thirty-four, thirty-four, and. I was so sad. I was like, uh, yeah, the guy main decking Hextech, whatever the crap, <laughs> just beat my heart of the fluff. I was so, I was just, I'm like, done. I'm done. This is so sad. And, yeah. And every single deck has Willow Ionia, even mm-hmm. if they're not Ionia. They somehow have it. Yep. So it's it's like, ah. Yeah, the payoffs need to be there. I think the if the Poros had enter the battlefield or play abilities or when I'm summoned abilities, when yeah. Wiss abilities... They're called ETB in Magic, but what would we would we, yeah. would we call them? Wis W I when I'm summoned, because that's called summoned. Well, yeah, because there's play abilities, and then there's when I'm summoned abilities, which yeah. would which when I'm summoned is better, right? Because if you reanimate yes. them or bring them back, they get the they yeah. get the thing. So, yeah, much better. The the, the enter the battlefield abilities we'll call them. Uh they need those, right? That's just a general like card game thing it's like you play a card it doesn't impact the board it doesn't do anything when it comes into play 
it needs to be really good <laughs> mm-hmm. because, yeah. like you said, Will of Ionia, removal, uh, all these interactive cards. It's not like Hearthstone where you've got this like buffer of your opponent has to spend a bunch of mana on their own turn and oh, they yeah. can't interact with it on your turn anyway. Like Part of the fluff would be nuts in Hearthstone. Yeah, it would. Because there's like yeah, there's like two removal spells in Hearthstone. They'd have to use creature. They'd have to use minions to kill it, and it would be huge. It would be awesome. This is not Hearthstone, so a card like that it's, can't exist. It's not. I wonder. I, I'd be interested to to talk with a uh, with a dev about that because it's like that's a card that you. I never thought about about it like this, um, Saucy. But you bring up a really good point. That the Poros in general and Heart of the Fluff specifically would actually be in a really good Hearthstone card, or yeah, at least, let, I, I mean, so. depending on the meta and, and whatnot, but it would be a much yeah. better Hearthstone card than it is Legends of Runeterra card. Um, yeah, you- there's a it, it's it's funny because like the when we first started the podcast, we compare like w- the game's new, right? So we're comparing yeah. every single thing to what Blevins and I know, which is magic. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the game has similar, you know, similarities to magic. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw a really interesting conversation that, that made me think about this, uh, that was talking about atrocity mm-hmm. and someone was saying a magic player was saying, Oh, atrocity, uh, is bad because in magic we have fling, fling which cost you know, it's much yeah. cheaper, blah, yeah. blah, blah. But then thinking, well, in magic, you also have an unlimited life total. Like, you can heal mm-hmm. over 20 um, where you can't in this. And also, in this game, you have kind of like a shared turn. And, like, it just doesn't quite translate mm-hmm. the same, especially with spell mana. So yep. it's just it's just things to think about. Yeah, there's little intricacies that um, that are, are, are much, that make things much different, even though they look very much the same. I mean, this is not, this is not new stuff that we're coming ap- across, but it is interesting to think about these cards like this. And, um, I'm I'm curious with a card like Heart of the Fluffed and maybe even some of the other Poros if like that was a consideration or is Heart of the Fluffed designed the way it is because it's meant to be like oh this is just like a live the dream card and it's not really ever supposed to be playable which is kind of fine but it's also a little bit weird because that's a little bit I feel like against the sort of core philosophy of what they've been designing around Mm-hmm. so yeah i don't know i was not expecting to talk this much about poros but i think it's an interesting conversation i'm okay with it i'm okay with it <laughs> yeah, it's the it's the uh the poro day retrospective where we look back and <laughs> talk about what went wrong with poros but that's an interesting uh a f- a f- an interesting um conversation that maybe we can continue when more poros come out um moros moros two two more poro nope i'm I'm not going to try. Um, Mount Targon's going to have some good Poros. That's all I know. That would be sweet. That would really be sweet. I I heard, so the data mind stuff and like voice lines and whatnot, people are predicting that some of the champs have, or at least one of the champs, I think, that's that's speculated to come out is has some sort of like interaction with Poros, which is cool. Mm. I want to see like... yeah. The- the next content release uh, yeah. confirmed is just Poros for every region. Yeah. That's all cards are Poros. So, yeah. Um, I mean, I would be okay with that. Confirmed. Co- yeah. What confirmed. if they just start slapping the Poro tag on just random garbage? Like, that'd make them like better. errated things. Like, Timo's a Poro now. Yeah. Haven't we? Didn't they do? They did that with some stuff. Yeah. Like, they put Elite on uh, our boy Bugle Man. Yeah. Bugle. <laughs> Bugle. Bugle. <laughs> Big arm dude. Big arm so Bugle dude. Could, what if you know that's what we just need? Like, uh, Cythria is now a poor. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> All of them. Oh, Cythria is a poor. Oh, Cythria just in general is a poor. Just like reveal, like it, it would be really yeah. funny because everyone, like people, have really bought into the lore of Cythria and they really love uh-huh. her. And it's like, oh, it's this cool story of this badass uh, soldier who like starts off as a like a young soldier and is like super green in the tooth is that is that the yeah long sure. in the tooth no it's green long in the tooth. it's long in the tooth i don't it's even long know in the tooth. It, i don't even think no. that's the it's green figure. in the tooth i don't even think well there's a, <laughs> there's an episode title if i've heard one uh, i don't even think that's the figure of speech i was looking for either it's not uh because i don't actually know what long in the tooth means now that i'm thinking about it i think it means old 
Oh, you're right. I meant the opposite of that. I meant green in the tooth. Yeah. She's very green. Yeah, green in the tooth. Yeah, green she's very tooth. green in the tooth. Uh, and she's learning. She meets Garen and all this stuff. I, I, I'm, I'm flexing the fact that I read. Uh, oh, actually, I have it right here. The, <laughs> the guidebook of Runeterra. I read the Cythria story. Um, and then there's like three progressions of her. She's the two two. Then she becomes the three three. And then of course Cythria the bold, the six six. And everyone is like super buying into her and the story, and it's really mm-hmm. cool. And then they just are like, oh yeah, by the way, she she's just three poros stacked on top of each yeah. other, like Vincent yeah. Adult Man from coat. like like yeah. Vincent Adult Man from from Bojack Horseman. <laughs> I like that. I just thought of the best poro. Okay, Here, here's the one. You ready for this? Yeah. Shiraza the Poro. Shiraza the Poro. <laughs> if we had to deal double damage to the Nexus Poro, come Ooh, on, dude. How about Emperor? Come on, dude. Emperor Poro, or not uh, General Poron. Oh, okay. Where okay. he, when he, when he, when you play him, he cre- he is a Poro himself. Yeah. And when you yep. play him, he creates three Aurora Porealis in your hand. <laughs> you. Uh, so here's the problem with Aurora Porealis because I've been playing it a lot. Uh-huh. That card is hard to play because it makes way too many cards. Yeah, like, you, <laughs> you never have the room ever. Nope, or the mana. You never have the 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 hand size or the mana. Oh, I had I had one game where I I mulliganed my hand, mm-hmm. had two Aurora Porealis come into it, drew the third one by like turn four. I'm like, <laughs> I can't play anything. My hand is nothing. It's just nothing. Yeah, that's uh. Yeah, that's another card. Well, we won't go down the Poro thing. Excuse me. It's another card Shiraza that... Poro, anyways. Sh- Shiraza Poro and Captain Poron. Easy. Yep, green in the tooth. Easy. And green in the tooth, Poro. yeah. We we got there. Um, yep. So Pinky in the Brain, a.k.a. Vimer, uh, I yep. had an epiphany about it. Um, and it was while I was playing against it on ladder multiple times in a row. Yeah. And in the heat of my frustrations, yeah. I gained the clarity of salt. Um, and I have officially come to the conclusion that I'm anti that deck. Yeah. Um, before I was like, okay, it's like a control deck and people don't like getting their cards countered and people don't like playing against removal and people don't like playing against hand. Like I thought I was thinking it was more along those lines, but it's like, well, you can, you can attack it from a different angle. You can do which you can, you can play a hyper aggressive deck and do well or at least decent against um, a Vimer deck, but without going into too too without going into too much detail about it, I think that in and of itself, when the only answer to that deck is to go super hyper aggro underneath it, we get into a situation that we're kind of in now, where it's like everyone's running either no champion elusives or um, you know Kinku elusives or whatever or. Um, or the Noxus aggro deck where it's just like, okay, I'm just going to go as fast as possible. I'm going to spill out my hand. I just need to kill them before they get their Vi in play and can kill my stuff, right? When every other, like, every deck that beats that gets crushed by Vimer. Every deck that's mid-range or just, like, is trying to do its own thing gets crushed by Vimer, right? Um, you're forced to either play the Vimer mirror, the Pinky and the Brain mirror, or Karma Ezreal kind of fits in the same category, but I'm just going to talk about this for the sake of it um or play hyper aggro and it's like it's not even rock paper scissors it's it's like souped up paper and like jagged rock like it's it's yeah. papyrus and jagged rock Ooh, that that's actually mm-hmm. a pretty good t- episode title too Papy- papyrus and jagged rock it's like yeah. i don't feel good playing other decks and and so the 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 actual epiphany, the moment I realized this or felt this was after a couple of losses with different decks. Like I played an aggro deck lost. I played a control deck and lost. And then I played, I played bald Eagle and I was, I was in a a super control back and forth. And this is at, this is at plat two. So like not the highest rank, but for right now it's kind of high because of the reset. I'm playing back and forth. And I'm like, okay, I got this. I have this ruination. I need to bait out, at least one, if not two, of his denies. And if he has a third one, whatever, he's playing a bad version, and I'm just going to lose to the third deny all the time. So I need to bait out one or yep. two of the denies to get them. And then that's how I need to just go back and forth and play into and play a little bit suboptimally to make him think I'm not, I don't have the ruination, right? Because yep. he's going to fill up his board and I'm going to get a six for one. I got a literal 
six for one, killed a Vi, killed a Heimer, killed another unit, killed a, uh, three bots with the Ruination. In response to the Ruination, he goes, flash, flash, get excited, my face, um, Will of Ionia, the Vi, to back to his hand. So when I, when the Ruination resolves... <laughs> He plays the Vi again, plays plays three of the bots that he generated for free, and it was like the nine mana card that I spent five turns setting up nothing. and getting value. It just did nothing. It did yeah. actual nothing. So it was at that point that I realized that it's not just I need to play around it better and I need to set them up because he he I I weaved the web. Yeah. He was caught in my trap. My trap yeah. card was activated, and he just said, "I don't care." Yeah, it's it's, it, and I see, like you're saying, a lot of like deny doesn't even matter anymore as much in the deck because they they don't care what you do at all. They're just like, "Oh right. right, yeah, you killed my stuff. I'll just play it again." Here's my fifteenth right. vi. They mm -hmm. don't care. They just they're playing solitaire and mm -hmm. winning. Yeah, because it's not even like, oh, we'll just kill the Heimer in response. It's like, yeah, but also all their stuff that protects Heimer costs three and has burst. And oh, yeah. by the way, uh, the biggest Omega lol looking back now is the fact that um, Deep Meditation was, and I'm putting massive air quotes here, nerfed so that it costs three when its mana cost is reduced. Yeah. Guess what that does? It creates another elusive bot. Yes, <laughs> like, it does. It's the... That was a. I think we talked about that in the show originally too. Like, yeah. If they nerf this, it's now going to work better. With I think we jokingly there. said it, but it turned out yeah. to be massively true. Like, yeah. So, I bring all this up not just to vent. It's a little bit to vent uh, and complain because I love doing that. It feels better. I'm a it brat. Better, yeah. I'm a brat, and I love doing yeah. that, and I'm not ashamed to admit it. I should be, but I'm not. Yeah. I bring this up because a couple of things. Well, the main thing is we got a tweet from Steve Rubin, who, if you don't know, is the, I believe, live development lead. I'm going to double check it so I don't look like a complete idiot. He is the live design lead. I was close. Uh, but actually, that's very far different. He's the live design lead for Runeterra. So the main person in terms of balance and card changes and whatnot for LOR. He tweeted out, and I quote, uh, we're more likely, uh, we're likely focusing more on nerfs than usual for our next patch, which will be this upcoming Wednesday, right? Sure, it's sometime. It I wasn't this week, sometime. right? So that means it would be next week? Sure. Sometime yeah, soon. That sounds right. Whatever the next patch is, I think it's next week. Uh, it's more, or it's important to circle back and address power creep that arises from new mechanics, regions, and buff-heavy balance changes. Hopefully, we can even out the efficiency over synergy meta. So, I mean, that's just kind of touching on a lot of the things we talked about. Heimerdinger, I mean, has synergy with playing cards. <laughs> Like yeah, it's the, the big synergy. Do you have cards? Yeah, it's like the that's like uh, yeah, the best combo in Magic is land plus land or elf. Like that's a combo. Yeah. That's my combo. Well, it, it's funny, like because every time I play against that deck, uh, I'm like, well, if any of his cards in his hand are cards, then I'm gonna lose. Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't even matter what they are. Like yep. if he has cards in his hand, I am losing because mm -hmm. they're gonna both make robots and buff buy like yep. so if his cards are cards i probably lose this game <laughs> yeah if he has cards that started in his deck i'm going to lose here yeah um exactly yeah, yeah i mean i think th it's a fine line to walk between you know he specifically says efficiency over synergy because i think it's it's i think it's really cool to have the synergy decks where it's like okay i'm playing the Level up Twisted Fate deck, which, I mean, I guess that could ar also arguably be efficiency, but for the sake of it, it's like, I'm going to play this that, like, I'm just trying, or we'll use the the um, the Jinx the Jinx deck, the discard strategy, right? You have that strategy where you're, like, playing all these cards that benefit off of discarding, or, like, the, um, 
the ephemeral deck where it's like I've I've got these cards that are like a little bit wonky, but then you're playing Shark Chariots and Hecarims and all these other cards that yeah. pump up off of ephemerals. I think that's really cool to have. Yeah. Um, but I I mean I don't want it to all be that where it's like you're basically just putting together a pre-con of like okay well we're gonna yeah. we're gonna put in every ephemeral trigger card play that and then play like two other cards and that's it so i think that's kind of like what Yu-Gi-Oh turned into a little bit and it can be fun but eh. i don't know i i, I but it, it's a very delicate balance so i i don't envy being in that position to have to balance this because like like we said brom just like a statted chonky dude right now that does a lot yeah not really it's synergy strong. though. Yeah. Yeah, you don't don't need it. And like I always I always try to I I tend to like stray away from champions that don't require any build around. I like things mm-hmm. that have like that require synergy cuz to me it feels cooler when you get that cool synergy yeah. moment. Like so I don't know. I think that's that's kind of one of the biggest things is like bo- the whole deck is you just it doesn't matter what you draw like right. if if you're playing the cards in your deck you're probably doing well. Right. Well, it's really hard to misplay that deck. <laughs> right. Right. I think the fun. I think the a really good example of. I, I'll use Jinx again. I think a really good. Ex, I think Jinx is one of the best designed champions in the game, um, because you can see what she does, and like you don't you don't need to build around her at all, right? Like you can just play her. And like, sometimes if you're playing an aggressive deck, you'll discard down your hand and you'll get your rocket and she'll level up and that'll be great. Her get her spell, get excited, helps you get there. And it's like, you don't even need to do too much, but you could also play the rummages and all the other cards that uh, trigger off of when they're discarded, put them in the play, the flame chompers and all those cards. Like you can augment her with synergy and we don't and and right now in this particular point in history or meta history jinx is really not seeing any play in competitive but she has in the past and she's seen it in various plays if we see in the next set there's all these like when you discard do this and if you have no cards in your hand your cards get hugely pumped or something like that like jinx all of a sudden becomes really cool and you know yeah. it's it's really interesting i think she's like the, i can see that being yeah. a mechanic like something when played if you have no other cards in hand mm-hmm. do something yeah and like the uh the the one drop plunder dude that gets bigger if you plunder yeah if, if it was like that but like he got thick if you had no cards in mm-hmm. hand stuff like that would be pretty cool yeah yeah thick thick butcher not jagged butcher thick butcher yeah thick, <laughs> thick with three thick. c's thick butcher that was um, eyes. That was extra eyes. Oh, sorry. Eyes. Thick <laughs> butcher. Yeah. Much go. better. Yeah. Yeah. It it hurt everyone's ears, but it was worth it. Um, it was way worth it. Yeah, I I think like Jinx, with the exception of maybe like a little bit of power level um, considerations, or, or or Draven is another one too that I think um, is a good is a good fit because it's like again. Draven is just kind of a generically good champ. I mean, back in the beta when he had four attack, he was the best champ in the game, um, or at least the most played. He was though. Yeah, remember, remember that first arena run or the first gauntlet run I did, where I just noticed I, it every single time. I you was were sad. sad. I was sad. Uh, <laughs> rip, rip, old Draven. Draven is another one that, like, again, you can just run him normally. But you can also augment him with synergies, and like yes, you can augment yeah. Brom with synergies. But like, you're going out of your way to play bad stuff to like make to like get him marginally better when you can just play the stuff and it's fine. Vi has seemingly no synergy whatsoever. She's just literally play cards from your hand, yeah, and she gets bigger. So. Yeah, and the synergy with uh, Heimerdinger is play spells. Yeah, play <laughs> play cards that are in your deck, and you will be rewarded yep. handsomely. Yep. Mm. Uh, win the game, and you'll win the game. Yeah, if you are winning the game, then win the game. Yeah, so just a, I mean, all in all, like I do think it, like the game is still very, very fun to play. Even those matchups, yeah. I think, are fun. Like I. We saw Kinku Elusives making a run bet. Swim hit uh, legend rank or hit 
not legend. Uh, master Master Rank One with Kinku Elusives on NA. Like that deck is like that. That deck is eternal, right? Like it'll never, it'll yeah. never go anywhere. Yep. Yeah, and uh, I, I'm just gonna I'm gonna tag this on to the end of this whole conversation yeah. before we get hate mail because it's gonna happen. <laughs> we have nothing against people playing Pinky in the Brain. Well... Like it's a strong deck. <laughs> no, like if it's a if, if your goal yeah. is to just win, right. It's a strong deck and it'll do it really well. So before, well, yeah. I like to play it because of X, Y, and Z. I don't care. Like, mm-hmm. play the deck that you're having fun with, mm-hmm. whatever. So I, I'm not I'm not hating you as a person for playing it. I'm just hating the deck that you play. And at that moment, I'm not going to accept your friend request. I, <laughs> I, uh, <laughs> I um, When you come into my stream to let me know good game, I'm going to say eat shit. So, <laughs> to, to be to be completely honest the reason i didn't i wasn't playing um pinky in the brain myself is because i didn't want to play mirror matches. <laughs> Yo, I, hate mirror matches. I just like i don't want to play i don't want to play the mirror match when i know for a fact it's going to be 50 percent when i don't know like the when i don't know the key to winning it when you know when when you're playing a mirror match and you know what the key to the matchup is versus your opponent, yeah. like it is in like you can get massively in in favor. Oh yeah. But when you don't, it's kind of like a fifty fifty, and sometimes it's actually probably on average worse than, than that because sometimes some people are going to know it better than me, at least right now in my knowledge of the of the deck. So that's why I'm like I just don't want to play mirror matches for that right now because it's going to feel draw dependent to me, even though I'm pretty sure it's not, and I'm just misevaluating cards, and I just. Don't like learning that on the fly on ranked is is hard to stomach. Even though it's yeah. good practice and whatnot, it's hard for me to stomach because I can't play a hundred games a day, unfortunately. Um, so I don't know. I'm just I, I, I'm just venting. All in all, I think the meta is in an interesting spot. I think for tournament meta specifically too, where there's multiple decks, this kind of evens and balances itself out a little bit. And there actually were in the, the giant slayer fight night legends event, there were a lot of different decks. It was a two deck format. And I think we saw, I mean, we saw a few Vimers, but it was a few like the, the debut debut of, um, bald Eagle. And then we saw some like Bilgewater burn decks. There was some, uh, King, uh, no, there wasn't Kinku Elusives. There was, uh, there's a bunch of other. Ash Noxus is still like wind, Winding God, one of the best players uh, in in the world, playing the Ash Noxus deck still, like the old, like just same, pretty much the same exact deck as it was before the yeah. patch. Like, there's still a lot of decks out there, and right now, I'm I'm sure my uh, my goggles are painted by the experience I had on like the first two days of the new patch. So. I don't know. I'm just venting a little bit. So I'm sorry, everyone who's probably like, uh, who's listening to this in a week and being like, uh, dude, those decks aren't even played anymore. Like, there's like three yeah. other decks, you idiot. It could be literally tomorrow. Like, who's playing that crap garbage yeah. deck? Like, yeah. It gets countered so hard by this new deck. How come you're not playing Poro Elusives? You missed yeah, it. It's PNZ Freljord Poros, you fools. Yeah. I mean, Elusive is a thing that can be on a Poro. Yeah. Um, so I think that's all the topics that I had for the episode. Saucy, is there anything else that we want to, that we want to talk about or bring up? No, I don't, I don't think so. I thought this was a pretty good. I've talked about all the things I wanted to. Kind of a riff, kind of a riffer episode jumped around a little bit, but it was our 30th saucy. I mean, come on. It had to be the most. We get to be. This is the most uh, geriatric episode where we forgot what we were talking about. Uh, did I tell you back when I was playing King Koo Elusives in the beta patch and Raynad said Timo was the best aggressive card in the game? Uh, okay. Uh, yep. That's pretty much it. Saucy. <laughs> where can people find you on the internet? Uh, I don't remember. No, uh, you can find me. Uh, my website's saucymailman.com. Uh, I'm Saucy Mailman on Twitter, Twitch, uh, YouTube, all the places. Mm-hmm. I, I play games of Legends of Runeterra. Yeah, yeah. You can find me on the internet at the underscore Blevins on Twitter. Um, and of course, you can find us over at discord.me slash Terrible Radio. 
twitter.com slash rune terrible and if you're looking for tournaments and such uh you can follow giant slayer lor on twitter i am casting every friday for those if you want to see me cast some games and then there's always weekend tournaments so if you're in the tournament if you're looking for the tournament scene you can find them on the weekends and my myself and Castanova are usually casting those. <laughs> between the two of us we're usually casting those so um check those out check out the show join the discord i mean seriously though like if you haven't joined the discord already what are you doing it's the best place to be you can keep up on everything that both of us are doing keep up with the community there's all sorts of community resources in there it has really grown to a crazy a crazy place um in a good in a really good way so discord.me slash rune terrible radio you can also go to deckpicks.live we still want to see your new decks and all that good stuff but for Saucy. I'm the Blevins, and we will be back next week to talk about some more Legends of Runeterra here on Rune Terrible Radio. Ooh.